have all you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Painful. All right. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the longest running non-consecutive Star Trek podcast on the internet. Welcome. I'm joined today by Ben McCormick and Dennis Black and Asian. Welcome, gentlemen. Oh, thank you. Thanks, we, we review uh, Star Trek episodes. We've gotten all the way through TNG, and now we're on Deep Space Nine. We're about halfway through Deep Space Nine, and uh, we're reviewing a Deep Space Nine episode today. What's it called? A Some... Simple Investigation. O-D-O-B-D-E. A Simple Investigation. What does the O-B-D-E stand for? No, Odo. Big Dick Energy. Okay. All right. I didn't I thought get... you were doing bedroom eyes, but I was like, why is yeah. it? That's not a good uh, acronym. A simple investigation. Deep Space Nine. Odo falls in love pretty quick. This, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say right off the bat. I like this episode. He gets hit by the thunderbolt. I did not want to like this episode, but I ended up liking it. You didn't like it? Dennis, really? I don't care about Odo's love life. I I don't like Odo's love life. Okay. Uh, Any episode with Odo or Quark moves up. That's the rule. I like Odo. That's the thing. I like Odo, but all of his mushy love ones, the one with uh, um, Kira where she's stuck in the crystal, pretend Mm -hmm. stuck in the crystal, the one with um, Waxana, you know what, Dennis? I think you're just afraid of Odo being happy. No, I just think you don't. I, he's never going to be happy. Love. You know what? You found love, Dennis, okay? Why can't Odo find love, buddy? What's wrong with Odo being in love? I don't want him stealing my wife. <laughs> I mean, every man should be afraid of Odo and Reed Richards. Because, I mean, there, there's nothing that you I don't think Reed Richards can't that. change his color, though, can he? No, but he can change. Uh, That'd be fucked stuff. up. He'd be like, Reed Richards, why are you doing blackface? <laughs> What's up, Reed Richards? But that could play out for one of Sue's real hot fantasies. I've always wanted to bang Luke Cage. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> we go get some no, calls. No. With the tiara. Come yeah. on. Put the tiara on and the chain belt. Now, um, I don't see. I, Stephanie and I were talking about this episode and like how would Odo's peen stay erect because it's just like gelatinous that's not the problem to me though how does he ejaculate like does he orgasm he probably just bangs until she comes i imagine and then he's just like yeah that was fun that's gotta be wonderful (laughs) you know for her like that's how i imagine it would happen right like because odo's not is he getting anything out of it it's like he could be using his arm i mean well i mean my wife being that close to her my wife and I had sex for a really long time, and she it finally it took her a long time to orgasm. So I mean, I guess she's gonna get something out of it, right? Like, I don't know. Um, I mean, probably the closeness, Ben. You know, mm. the feeling of intimacy is always nice. Well, yeah, I get that. I'm just saying, but as far as like the physical part of it, he can since he's a shapeshifter, he could use. I mean, it, it's 
one part of him is the same as another. Yes. Like it made more sense when he did the uh, the little melty thing. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what he gets out of it. That that yeah. That, but that, I don't think he was doing that the first go around. Yeah, I don't think he did that the first go around either. He just fashioned, I, he just fashioned a cock and went to yeah. it. Because like, but at some point though, do you think like they're just banging and Odo's not getting anything out of it, and she's like, "You can stop whenever." Like this, like. Are you sure? Are you? I don't understand. Are you sure you haven't climaxed yet? And he's like, "Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. I'm not really. I'm not really feeling it tonight." Like, apparently, female changelings don't have a clit because <laughs> you can't find it. I don't understand what a clit is. Oh, like, we did oh. get a good. I don't understand in this episode. We did get a good. I don't understand in this episode. I immediately <laughs> thought of you, Bob, as soon as you said it. I was like, "Oh." Bob's now thing. I gotta watch this stupid episode again just to hear that. Just for the, it's when uh, the alien guy shows up at towards the end of the episode, oh. and he, he tries to explain. Cornholio? Yes, Cornholio yeah. shows up that he needs tea before his bunghole, <laughs> and um, that's their secret. And um, she, he explains everything to Odo, and he says, "A good, it's a good, clear one. I don't understand." And I'm like, "Wow, well, that's really good." I want to, to like sample that so I can make it into the text tone. So anytime Bob texts me, I don't understand. I don't understand. And it's weird too, man, because like not to skip ahead. Okay. Um, but this dude just shows up in Odo's office and he's like, yeah, I work for this, this government. I am a government agent for some alien race that we've I never do. seen before that we've never seen before. And um, that she's not who she says she is. She's working for us. We have to find her. And Odo's like, okay. Then he doesn't ask for any credentials. Nothing. He's just like, yeah, okay, let's go. You got some ID, buddy? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Print. Nothing. But anyway, that's that was my one takeaway from the episode. See, Dennis, I liked the episode because it had like an old like like 50s noir vibe to it. I love the hitman. Yeah. Um, they were probably the funniest part of the episode. Just their their back and forth and their their personalities. It reminded me more about them. It kind of gave me like a Pulp Fiction, John Travolta, Sam Jackson vibe. Like, oh yeah, when he accidentally, uh, I thought I had it on stun. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And I shot Marvin in the face. What you did to the carpet? <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, I thought that was fun, and it had like a good old like like I said and like a night. The, that's the best. They moved the chair. Over the remains, yeah. kind of like cover it up. There's a sign outside my house that says "Dead Shapeshifter Story." <laughs> then why are you bringing dead shifters to my house? Winston Wolf shows up. Yeah, like yeah, that part of Pulp Fiction makes me uncomfortable. Um, Tarantino really likes that word a lot. But anyway, yeah. um, and I don't. How does Sam Jackson just not want to punch him in the face? But anyway, because he sees um, that paycheck, baby. I guess, but still, though. Um, anyway, there's um, yeah, it's got that old like that noir vibe to it. Like there's a mysterious woman at a bar. Odo notices her. He kind of does his thing. Um, you know, she's lying to him about, oh, I lost my daughter. And he's like, yeah, rah, rah, rah. it's got a cool vibe to it, man. It's like watching. Oh, let me help you find her. It's like watching Chinatown in space without all the my mother, my daughter, my mother, my daughter kind of thing. My sister, my daughter, my sister, my daughter vibe. It's good. Just slap her around a little bit. It'll be all right. It's got a, it's got a good. And I love the fact, too, that much like us, the crew of Deep Space Nine enjoys role playing. Yes. They, they play like D&D on the holodeck, but they get to do it with like costumes and stuff. 
this is a continue. I would have w- rather watched that episode, honestly. Yeah. A continuation really? of the uh, Our Man Bashir. Yeah, Our Man Bashir episode. See, I've, I missed that episode with you. I wasn't on that one, so and I love that episode. I think we're gonna get more Our Man Bashir episodes. Are, aren't there a few more? Oh yeah. Or they, gets- they had to be careful because I read uh, in some of the background stuff that in, MGM had actually threatened to sue them. Because oh it's too much like Bond. <clears throat> Just because it's a British guy. You know, Tux with, you know, those 70 or the 60s types. Come on, Broccoli family, lay off. Yeah, come on, man. I mean, like, he's brown. You guys are clearly against brown guys and Tux is doing spy shit. I mean, like some kind of uh, Middle Eastern guy there. He's, yeah. he's nothing like the Irish Bond that talks with a Scottish accent. Yeah, what are you worried about, bitches? Julian. Like we're going to bring, uh, what you call him, uh, Luther on and be the new Bond. I mean, yeah. That'd be crazy talk. At least he's British. But James Bond was Irish. Like, whatever, dude. I mean, who gives you? I don't fucking. You guys see Eat Your Elbow on Saturday Night Live? No, I didn't. I saw some uh, of it. Was it good? Yeah, it's not bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. I, I like the little uh, throwaway line about Bond. Yeah. I didn't see that. I saw him doing the soccer commentary, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. I was I, I got a kick out of that one. I'm not the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that incredible Hulk one was good. Oh, where he turns into a white woman. <laughs> yeah. I heard that was good. Yeah, there were some good sketches. Do people watch Saturday Night Live anymore or do they just watch it on YouTube in like six minute clips? I think probably mostly that or on Hulu. I watch the clips and if I see like two really good clips, then I'll go to Hulu and watch it. Yeah. Okay. Rare if I mean, ever if I Hulu episode live. It's less than an hour because there's no commercial, you know, if you don't have commercials or whatever yeah. and you can skip the musical performances. Because you don't know who they are. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, I don't know who these people. <laughs> That's when I stopped watching SNL when I realized I didn't know who the musical acts were anymore. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I, this has evolved past me. And like my, Greta Van Houston or whatever this, that group is, I thought was a killed that group for me, seeing them live. Really? They their front man, their front man doesn't, he doesn't have a front man vibe to me. He's just a little dude. All right. It's Greta, just kind of weird. Greta Van Fleek? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought that was like an actual person's, like uh Greta Van Susteren or something. <laughs> she's got a band, a side project. I don't like. She's a rapper because she's on Fleck. <laughs> you go, you on Fleet girl. I don't know. And and I, don't, I, don't know who that is. I still find it odd and almost insulting, and I'm surprised the cast members aren't insulted that no one on the cast can do a Trump. Yeah, you have like, to hire that out. It's weird to me that like, yeah, they hire out all the good all the good roles. Like Trump is hired out and Mueller is hired out and like fucking they're all like Ben Stiller was Cohen. It's because like he did a great Cohen. But the point is like that's how you become a star. Like that's how you take it to the next level. Like, where's the guy on the show going, dude, I can fucking be Trump. Let me do that shit and I can be fucking these could be all my hits on YouTube and I could be blowing up. But I mean, the closest they get is Keenan Thompson does like a, if Trump were black type of thing. Yes. Sketch. And those are pretty good. <laughs> Cause I mean, think about how Kenan great Thompson should have his own show. He should eventually. He probably will. So he fucking talented. He's so fun. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess the, as close as they get is um, what Kate McKinley, who does everyone. McKenna. Yeah, Kate right. McKenna. Yeah. And I mean, her She's career blew up. So I mean, okay. that would be like an example, like, dude, Pete Davidson, stop looking right at the camera at Weekend Update and like learn how to do a Trump impersonation. He self-admits though that he's, he's, he's terrible at skits. Then what are you doing on SNL? Right. Writing. Yeah. I mean, it's a good place to, to build your writing chops. That's well, right. it I mean, is. Look at uh, what, John Mulaney. Yeah. Yeah. He was a writer on there for years and his stand-up is insane. So like my top stand-up right now. Uh, give, give me the top three right now, Ben. Go. Stand-up. John Mulaney. Okay. Um, that short black guy that I met. Louis C.K. No, he's uh, isn't he playing Virginia Beach this weekend? Yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, Kevin really? Hart. So John Mulaney, Kevin Hart, Damn, and uh, Rich Little. Rich Little is he still performing live? No, I think he might actually be dead. <laughs> but so much of my comedy got formed by Rich Little. I had, you know, it's just like, damn it. No, I would put Steve Martin ahead of Rich Little, but he doesn't. Rich know. Little is still alive. Wow, good for 80. him. He's only 80. I thought he was older than that. Wow, only 80. Yeah. 80 years young, Rich Little. That's impressive. Well, cause isn't Shatner like 85? Yeah. So they're like contemporaries. Are they? I always thought of uh, Richard Little as, or Rich Little as like an older. Yeah. Well, because he, he, he was on Carson, so I assumed yeah. he was like a million years old. And he seemed like an old person on Carson. Yeah. He, he was, I saw like young him on... Uh, God, one of those shows like Ed Sullivan. It may have been Ed Sullivan, like when he was like stupid young, like Carlin. So he, he was that the end of uh, Sullivan into Carson. All right. So did you guys did you guys watch that bumping Mike show on Netflix? Bumping Mike. It's uh, Dave Attell, who I have always loved, and um, Jeffrey Ross. It's really good. Like, I guess they went on tour together because they're dear friends and they, they're both New York comedians. And like, they did this show where they basically just worked together and like, they just did, they did like 30 minutes at the end of a set together. And then like, they just kind of give each other props by bumping mics. And like, I guess Bruce Willis is in the first episode. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. And if you, if you're a fan of Dave Attell, then you should watch it. David tells he's, me he's a great host like he really should have his like I don't know if he has a podcast or not but he, he I think he definitely should because anytime I see him hosting a show like he used to have this uh David Tell watches porno show on yes his show. That, that was, was wonderful fantastic. yeah and Insomniac was great like yeah, how yeah. great Insomniac was so fucking hilarious yeah see I, I don't like either one of their comedies or their stand-up whenever I think about it but if I just like I, I would be flipping through back when cable was still a thing and uh, come across Comedy Central, and one of them would be on, I'd stop to remind myself how much I didn't like them, but then end up enjoying the entire set. Mm -hmm. And then when it was done, I would then lie to myself again, saying, yeah, I didn't like those guys. Dave Attell does, he, he does one of my favorite jokes ever, and I saw it on, um, uh, what was that show? Dr. Katz. Oh, yeah. The cartoons, yep. like, psychoanalyst or whatever. And the joke was, He's like, I went to the opera the other day and all I could think was, wow, look how much work it takes to bore me. <laughs> I was like, that was, that's like one of my favorite jokes ever. Like, I love that joke. And we got to interview him way back in the day on the radio show and it was super fun. Like, he was a great guest. I can, I can see that. Yeah, David Tell was wonderful. 
uh, I think I actually genuinely made him laugh, which was pretty cool. I chalked that up as a victory. Look, that would be a win. Look where it's gotten me. <laughs> but anyway. Longest running. <laughs> longest running Star non-consecutive Trek. Star Trek podcast. <laughs> the world. The premier Star Trek podcast, I would say. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, kids. Why, Ron Barry's still doing his podcast. I don't know. I don't What's his that. name's doing a pod too? Uh, Clifton Sirock or whatever his name is. Sirock uh, Lofton. I'll actually listen to him. A lot of people, a lot of people limp into the Star Trek podcast game. Not I mean, saying yeah. that. Is, have you listened to Sirock's? Is it good? I've not listened to it, but I want to. I keep hearing about it, but then I keep forgetting to listen to it. Then, then, you, don't want, then to you, don't want, you don't want to listen to it. Then. I, you, I got a job. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta maintain these curtains they don't pay for themselves they look wonderful by the way fourth of july i'm doing alternating red white and blue that's real american yeah so i'll open it the blinds up because i've got the blinds behind it's kid rock so open the blinds so the, the kids uh, greenwood playing all day it's kid rock coming over blast <laughs> did it alternate between kid rock and lee greenwood well i mean that's about as American as you can get. You might get a ticket for being too American, bro. Nah, man. Some libtards might get you. Anybody a complain about the noise? I'm calling INS. Hey, man, have a red ice. <laughs> hey, man, have a Budweiser. That's an American beer. I drive this Chevy car. Yep. Well, so. I saw the commercial where they said uh, they're not so fancy. They're not an import. They're just an American beer for Americans. And I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like a good Budweiser every now and again. Yeah, but you know what? They're, they're just yeah. trying to appeal to those red hat motherfuckers. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they got to have beer too. Don't fall Otherwise, for it. They can't, they can't uh, you know, let the inner Nazi come out. <laughs> Man, if I don't drink, I get real Nazi-ish. <laughs> no, if I, if, I don't, if I don't drink, I get all liberal. So I, I need me a drink so I can hate somebody. Hell yeah, man. I got to get this liberal out of me. It's cr- cr- screaming and crying. Speaking of having a liberal in you, uh, Odo. Um, yes, good segue, Ben. <clears throat> wow, that was really good. Odo liberal? I don't uh, no, I, I would. Odo is like conservative. He's 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 not alt right. I don't think he judges other people's life choices unless they commit crimes. But he believes true. in security at all costs, so he's clearly a Patriot Act fan. Was yeah. he lawful good? I think he might be lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. He applies the law no matter whose law it is. Yeah. Cardassian law, apply it. He just loves loves the law. That's right. He loves order. He's an instrument of justice even when he doesn't understand. Yeah, he's just doing it. But, um, so yeah, so he meets... Frozen changeling. He meets this fine-ass woman, you understand. She's a height. I mean, everybody... rant and raves about how fine she is yeah but was she i was like have you guys seen dax <laughs> it's like she's right Come on. there you just have you seen this dabo girl <laughs> i mean i mean yeah you gotta pay for that one but i guess if you have a certain type then she's you know she's yeah. fine as fuck but she was attractive i'm not i'm not belittling her i'm just not saying she was just like She's not stopping space traffic with those looks, though. Not like a work of art. It's not like a Mona Lisa level. Is, yeah, is, is, really, is Mona Lisa really all that? She was the next generation? Yeah. Well, no, her costume was. I don't know if she was. Well, it says um, she had several guest turns on Star Trek The Next Generation, including Hannah Bates on Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> hmm. The Masterpiece Society. 
the master. Oh, I don't remember that one. They didn't want people messing with them because they had created That's a perfect. Right. They didn't the, want to They had the eugenics or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were all yeah, bummed out. Heard, yeah. yeah, Jordy, like being blind, they're like, "Oh, we would have killed you." <laughs> See, I because in that episode, Ron Canada shines, and I forgot yeah. about yeah, Ron Canada, baby. Yeah, Ron Canada. That's a great. That's like Ron Ronnie Mexico. Ron Cam. Is that where Michael Vick got the name? Ronnie I Mexico? hope so. Well, I want to be Ron America, so that's going to be my name. I'll be Ron America. But you have to be Ronald because Ronald. Ron yeah. Canada, Ronnie Mexico, and yes. Ronald or Ronaldo. Ronaldo America. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm a Ronaldo America. <laughs> but yeah, that's why we didn't recognize her because we were all focused on Ron Canada. Yeah, that makes sense. She was in the Running Man. No, that's what it says here. Is she old enough to have been in Running Man? She was okay. Her acting credits include Kate Rambo. Of she was in Rock and Roll High School. Um, she was also in Shake Rattle. Is that a Ramones movie? Yes, she was in the 1979 version. I guess. Oh shit! Yeah, um, she was in Spaceballs. She played a lawyer. Oh, not a lawyer, but um. Uh, waitress in Spaceballs. No. I got at the a... diner. Check, please. With uh, John Hurt. Huh, all right. Not she again. In, she was in Serpent in the Rainbow, which I heard was a good movie. Oh, that was good. Yeah. She huh. was in Pretty Woman. No recollection. Yeah, so I don't know. She's Probably been in a, number three. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. She was in the Mod Squad remake. Hmm. Uh, that had uh, Claire Danes and Omar Epps, right? Yeah. I never saw it. And Giovanni Barabizi. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. He's a Scientologist? Giovanni? Is Giovanni yeah. Barabizi a Scientologist? Isn't he? Let me look. I don't know. Am I slandering the man? Um, I have nothing negative to say about the Church of Scientology. Personal life. He is a Scientologist. He's an active Scientologist. Yeah, like him and his sister. Think, he right? participated in a gala opening of Scientology's uh, in this psychiatrist, psychiatry, an industry of death. Huh. His sister Marissa is also a Scientologist. Marissa he married to Beck, but then I think Beck and her got divorced because Beck was a Scientologist. And I was really sad about that. They got divorced this year. Yeah, he's a loser. But 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 I'm Beck is so great, and he's a Scientologist. So maybe they're people too, Bob. Yeah, but maybe. I mean, that just makes it weird because I re- even though I haven't, to be fair, I haven't really listened to a Beck record probably since like 2002. So I don't even know if I really like Beck anymore because that's a really long time. Is that when Devil Devil's Haircut came out? That sea change. 2002. No, uh, Devil's Haircut was. Much past that, I believe. After that or before that? I don't know. <laughs> you just said past. It's like which direction? I don't know. Um, That's the last Beck song I think I know. He was on Futurama. Mm-hmm. In the uh, episode where Bender was in the band. Devil's Haircut came out in 1996. Oh my what? god! Yeah. So contemporaneous with this episode. <laughs> but the the Beck record Sea Change is really really good. Like, it's like an acoustic record of him just, like, playing a fucking guitar and, like, being all mellow and shit. It's real cool. Yeah. I dig it. That's the last Beck, 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 the last Beck record I've heard. 
So I don't know if I still like Beck. Now, is it on vinyl? Probably. I don't know. Why, Ben? Do you need it on vinyl in order to enjoy? I'm, I'm just kind of going through that stage. I'm, I'm getting a turntable and I'm getting a collection of vinyl. Why don't you get two turntables? And a microphone. And a microphone. Got a microphone. Doesn't Where work. it's at. Two turntables and a microphone. I'm looking to get like comedy albums. Like uh, you know, Red Fox or uh, Bill Cosby. I'm, I don't recognize that name. Um, <laughs> that was like one of the early famous comedy albums. I have Steve Martin. If you're collecting, you got to get it. I have Steve Martin's record. Let's get small. I think somewhere around here. Yeah. Wow. I always wish I could have done like Steve Martin and go gray when I was in my twenties. Because then you, I would be eternal. Yeah, it's true. You know, because he's looked old since 1972. So it's just like, all right. Yeah, that's, that really is the way to go. Because you, you always look young when you're old. Patrick Stewart. I am older now than Patrick Stewart was when he started uh, TNG. Wow. And, I mean, he's looked the same age, though, for, what, 30 years, roughly? He looked the same in Camelot or Excalibur. Well, he looked the same in Excalibur was just before TNG. Maybe, what, like two years? Yeah, but to be fair, all right, the thing we don't give Patrick Stewart is, and I think this really, he works out a lot. Like you can tell, like, well, he's always taking his shirt off. Like he's, because like, he's short. Excalibur was 1981. He's real physically yeah. fit though, dude. So you got to remember that too. That's part of Patrick Stewart's thing is that he's real fit. Well, it's because he's trying to make up for being short. I mean, that's just, they do that. He's not that short. I guess maybe. Oh my God, he's he's dwarfish. Because maybe he was sitting down when we took a picture with him. That's why I couldn't tell. No, I mean I I was I saw his uniform at uh, the Hampton Space Center, uh and uh, or the Hampton NASA Center, whatever they call it. And so I I went up there, and um, they had like the uniforms on display, and it was like. I wandered into the child section of Starfleet. <laughs> you know, this is like a kid's pajamas. And I'm not making fun of him for being a, a, a diminutive man, but sounds was, like it. What was the character's like name? Size. What was the character's name that um, was Scotty's little little buddy in the oh. movies? You mean his penis? No. 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 Uh, fuck. I, cr- crim- Krimler, Krim, uh, Krimler, Himmler, no, um, <laughs> shit. Oh, he had those little crustacean eyes, and uh, yeah, what was his? Uh, uh, Doppler, something. Er, Croy played him. Yep. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't Krimler? Croy plays everybody. Krimler, who? <laughs> he plays everybody short. Yeah. God damn it. Why is it so hard to find this person's name? But he doesn't. Uh... We sure it's not Krimler. Keenzer. Who? Keenzer. Keenzer. Sure it's not Krimler because Krimler sounds really right to me. Well, see, I had the K in the earth. So I, I, I get half credit. That's going to be in the prime universe. It's yeah. Krimler. Krim, what up, Krimler? No. So... In, in the prime universe, they're hunted as, uh, as uh, I don't know, uh, a deterrent for tribbles. I like that. That's good. Let's go with that. Let's do that. Well, I'm not digging the JJ stuff. I want Method Man to do the Krimla. 
like he did with the Riddler from the mm-hmm. Batman Forever soundtrack. Yes. I would like <laughs> Method I would like I would like Method Man to play Jordy LaForge in the Star Trek Next Generation <laughs> reboot. I think that would be cool. He's a pretty good actor. He is. Did he show up in Luke Cage? Yeah. Probably as himself. Yeah, he was just Method Man. Yeah. Then he spit a hot verse. Yeah. To sway. Maybe Method Man can do that in the future as Jordy LaForge. Because that would be a real different take on his character. Like, think about it. Like, Jordy LaForge doesn't get chicks, kind of a nerd. Like, now he's like super cool, smoking blunts, like fucking bitches in the Jeffries tubes. Like, that would be. Instead of a visor, he has like sunglasses on. Yeah, because he's just high all the time. How high? And then Red Man just shows up every now and then. Red Man could be Argyle, right? And that would be cool. The whole Wu-Tang Clan could be somebody in... The whole the Wu-Tang cast. Clan could be the cast of the next generation. Like who it, would the Jizza be uh, Patrick Stewart? No, Rizza would be Patrick Stewart. Rizza? Yeah, because he's the leader. See, I would have put them in the background right? just to see who would notice. You have your regular stars. <laughs> then there's like this ends and walks past, and you know. It's like, hey, is that you, God? Every once in a while, <laughs> Raekwon the chef is flying the ship. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see here. So you would have... Capadonna, report to 10 <laughs> Security chief, ghost face killer. <laughs> There's that awkward elevator ride with Worf where they know they're going to have to fight each other. <laughs> they're not just cast in this show. They use their, <laughs> their stage names for their characters. <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Ugon. Staff meeting dismissed. <laughs> I am. It works because the galaxy class had families and Wu-Tang is for the children. It's true. I'd also galaxy like, class clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I would love to meet Ensign second grade Inspector Deck. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want me to do or is that my name? Yes. <laughs> Inspector Deck. Inspector Deck. Which deck? Which one? Dexter. Obviously, he's in, he's in engineering. That, that's uh, that'll be the the Abbott and Costello bit of an episode, <laughs> where him and Data are talking to each other and inspect the deck. Which one? You. That doesn't make. <laughs> but anywho, um, meanwhile on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. It's a good episode, man. I don't. I'm, I'm pretty shocked that you don't like this episode, Dennis. I thought this would have been right up your alley. Eh, I don't know. The one thing I will say about it is, like, just get on with it already. Like, just fuck. Yeah. You know, that's what this whole episode was. They did. I mean, no, but I'm saying, like, it just it took a long time to get to that point. Like, just just get to the fucking. Like, she wants you. She said that from the moment she met you. Got bedroom eyes, baby. Like, first off, I had no idea she was a 70-year-old woman, which is pretty hot if Odo's into that. But, I mean, let's just get down to fucking. Yeah, even though she's playing hard to get. See, that, that was the line. Know. Then, no, that was a green light. Kind of. Like, she's trying to shoo him away at first. And That's then because she's used to having to shoo away all men. Yeah, yeah. because she's shooing away Quark because he's, like, saying really creepy shit while, like, licking cream off his finger. Like, that was real, that was real creepy. We like, did ethics training at work today, and there was a whole section on sexual harassment. And like, I'm like picking up the red flags from Odo. Just, just like, oh god, this. No. Dude, I mean, 
in the Me Too movement, Quark is going down and he's yeah, going down I'm hard. Too, man. Yeah. Like, Quark is done. Yeah. But we all are, so it's okay. Rom is running that bar. <laughs> like, Quark is a pariah. Rom does respect women. He does. You know? Um, but yeah. This year, gone. <laughs> yeah, Brashear's gone. Uh, Dax and uh, Cisco gone. Yeah, Dax all and that, Cisco. All them uh, horrid days back on Ryza. Yeah, Dax is gone because I mean, and and what Cisco has what two lines in this episode, and one of them is yeah. So like that's a line. Like that's played. That's Ooh, actually yeah. a Cisco line in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> so, isn't it? Odo's late. I wonder if he fucked last night. <laughs> you know that i mean for somebody as private as odo for everybody on the freaking operations deck to just you know well cool i mean thing about it that's, Julian that's... talked about it and they talk because they care about him and like they know that he's lonely i would not need everybody i mean especially you talk the... to somebody when you care about them when you talk behind their back i don't think this is behind their back this is like they want what's best for odo and that's why they're all like yeah odo do it like go I home think dax is uh is a bit of a gossip in a well, well i mean i do you think dax is just hating because somebody else is getting dick and she's not no because i think she's getting she plenty is. from morph and two yeah but she needs more she's what they call a dick <laughs> i mean she's getting two and then it's like well what does the worm she needs an assembly line <laughs> they're gonna run a space train let's call the boys let's build a model train they're gonna run a train on them. You'll call up the Decepticons, tell them I need to Astro Train. That's why they're happy that all those other Klingons are on board, because they're just going to be like, choo-choo, yeah. Montauk's coming. <laughs> the 69 boys? <laughs> Come on, ride this train. It's a Klingon train. <laughs> I think I can, I think I can. <laughs> if you feel like dancing... <laughs> It's up to you. Yeah, now I'm not saying she. I mean, she's clearly a dick fiend, though. She needs it. Right, Ben? I, I have no comment on this conversation. Come on, Ben. <laughs> no comment. That's the Curzon coming out of her. Yeah, literally. Like, it's yeah. just sliding out of her chotch. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Curzon. Must Ooh. get laid. He needs it. And then that's the thing. It's just like, oh, it was this weird trill ritual where your past self comes up, Worf. It wasn't me doing that. It was Curzon doing it. Yeah. Curzon needs to peg you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Call me pegging on the sofa. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't me. <laughs> Curzon is into that. I knew I shouldn't have given her that access code. <laughs> but yeah, like just that's that would be my one drawback of this episode. Like, just get down to the fucking or show me the bounty hunters more because yeah. they were interesting. They were funny. Like, yeah. apparently the Orion Syndicate people. Yeah, where are they? Have we? I don't think we saw Orion's anytime in Next Generation, did we? Or yeah. TNG? Or I don't think they even mentioned the Orions in TNG. I don't remember it. Like it's kind remember. of by exception that they mentioned it in DS9, like the one where they blow up Odo's ship. Odo, Odo and Quark's ship. Yeah. But we never saw them. It was just no. mentioned off screen kind of thing, right? Yeah. Which is which is weird because like you think with all of the weird back 
channel dealings and latinum moving and you know shady shit going on you think the orion syndicate would be a little bit more prominent in deep space nine but yeah this is only the second time i think they've been brought up on this on the series i don't think i saw them until enterprise yeah yeah they show up in enterprise yeah the orion girls who try to take over the ship but they sexy ways that's a that's a decent episode of um of Enterprise. It was on a couple weeks ago. I like yeah. how they changed the entire paradigm of the Orions, though. Because it was like going the whole, oh my god, it's so sexist that in the 60s they had Orion slave girls. And then we find out, no, the pheromones that makes them in charge. Yeah. They just do that whole slave girl thing to throw you off guard. Are they going to do the same thing with the Twi'leks in uh, Star Trek? The Twi'leks! In Star Wars? Isn't that what I said? No. Oh, I meant. It's like I don't remember them. They'd be hot, but I. There may have been feelings for the Twilix. One, the Twilix. The one who gets uh, iced in Jabba's palace. Her boob falls out when she's like fighting the really? chain. Yeah. I have to watch that. Yeah. Never noticed that. So, and that's the first I've ever hearing of this. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. Her titty falls out. Interesting. We, my son and I just watched That's not that. even something I discovered on the internet. That's something I discovered as a child. Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And how am I just finding out this now, Dennis? We've been friends for a very long time. I'm oh, disappointed. You can't really see it that good. Uh, okay, well, then that's fine. Yeah. I mean, on a VCR anyways. You know, <laughs> well, what, what about HD? I was going to say, I've got this 4K TV that yeah. I bought for a reason. I I, you know, probably stupid-ass Lucas probably did some digital shit to it. Now it's like an actual like alien face or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched um a return of the jedi over spring break i love return of the jedi as i get older i find myself enjoying return of the jedi more and more i like it and if my son's tooth falls out he's got crowding he's got too many teeth and not enough mouth space so he's got to lose some teeth so he's got some loose ones so we're trying to wiggle them out I told him if he loses his tooth by Friday, I will let him watch Revenge of the Sith because he's so excited about watching it. But I'm a little nervous about it. He's never seen it? Never seen it. And some of it's a little graphic. Yeah. yeah. You know? I yeah, I mean, but... when all the Jedi get offed, like, that's pretty intense. Well, when the kids get killed. Was, yeah. they, they only show the kids with the saber and like, he cuts yeah, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. It's implied violence against children is still... Except for that one like teenager kid who gets killed in front of uh, Bail Organa. And then he cuts what's-his-name's head off in the beginning of it. Yeah. It's a pretty violent movie. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, mean, I was watching <laughs> the original Star, Star Wars movies, though, when I was, like, like, eight or nine. Yeah, so was I. Those are not as graphic as Revenge of the Sith. I mean, I don't know, dude. Think about that, that guy. That alien's arm is laying on the ground with a pool of blood next to it. Yeah. But you don't see it cut off. It's just laying on the ground. But it's implied to have been. But there's blood, which is weird because there's blood. But you see, in Revenge of the Sith, you see General Grievous, like, all his organs explode. <laughs> I mean, they, they have a lot of intense stuff happening. That Cartoon moment. violence, Dennis. It doesn't count. What's well, really. PG-13? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? He's traumatized for the rest of his life. If worse comes to worse, I'll just skip over some parts. He doesn't know. He's never seen it. I mean, honestly, you skip over the whole movie, but... I don't mind Revenge of the Sith. I mean, you're painting by numbers at that point. You just got to fill in the blanks, which yeah. is sometimes what I think is happening with Discovery. 
because like things have to get to a certain place. So I'm curious to see how they get there. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pike's got to end up in that box. Well, we will never At see the Pike thing. Make it. At least they didn't make it all about a trade dispute. It's true. That's true. But we'll Pike, never... I understand we'll never see Pike in the box, but I know that's right. where he ends up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, Pike in a box. I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous episode, but when somebody said, um, you know, are they, you know, somebody online was talking about how they're trying to make Pike out to be like the greatest Starfleet captain ever. And they're like, you know, is that, or are they trying to make him greater than Kirk? Are they trying to make him like this, this super awesome captain of all time? And the guy that responded was like, yes. I mean, because he is. When, uh, was it, Cisco in a later episode does this super heroic thing, he gets awarded the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. You know, there's no James T. Kirk Medal of anything. Yeah. There, but there's a Chris Pike Medal of Valor. I mean, you don't get your name on the medal. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why, like, all of the the former Enterprise captains um, – who is it that uh, that um, Cameron played? Cameron Fry, yeah, yeah, the Enterprise Cameron. B, yeah, yeah, Cameron. yeah, like he he did some heroic shit back in the day, didn't Cameron he? Fry? Not Cameron Fry, Hammer. Captain Harriman. Harriman? No, not really. Really? They they had they were third for most uh, first contact missions of all time, but didn't they do something that with the Romulans or something? I don't know. It's in a book. Oh, well, then it's not canon, so never mind. You don't have to take my word for it. It's in a book. Yeah. Then it doesn't count. Take a look. It's in a book. Take a look. Well, I mean, the, the position of captain of the Enterprise, that's the most prestigious title in Starfleet. Is it? That, that Enterprise C lady, she took her ship back in time, even though they were, she knew they were all going to get killed. Yeah. Except for Yar, who... No, she didn't. She agreed to, but then she took a piece of, like skill salt to the head oh yeah that's true and then uh dances with tasha sugar mcgavin you're telling me that it's not the most prestigious title in all i think of it depends on the enterprise starfleet like i mean i mean I, kirk's enterprise yes was it the flag technically the flagship when it was kirk's enterprise no it was just another ship Right. The D was the first time I think I ever heard it called the flag. Other than books and people, you know, calling it that, mm-hmm. out of, you know, from books and stuff. But actually on screen, you know, flagship of the Federation, I think that was... Uh, Don't you technically have to have an admiral on board to be a flagship? Yes. And that's why people were using the terminology incorrectly. Yeah. Fucking dicks. I mean, when I was when I was in the Navy and I worked on the flagship for an admiral, and it's like okay. And when the admiral left that ship and his moved his flag to another ship because the first ship broke, that was now the flagship. <laughs> my he, ship, my he, ship broke. Does he back it up? Flags? Like I'm taking my flag with me. Man, fuck this ship. This shit is a piece of shit. He has a guy that does that. <laughs> this shitty uh, ship. The admiral uh, needs his flag. But but we can we can we can work this out. Nope, the admiral. Nope, get, get, guys, get done. It. Fucked get it up for everybody. So you know, took his had his like his vinyl collection in the milk crate and just walked off the ship together and snatched the flag. Like, Fuck you guys. No. I think all the ships have their own flag, just standing by waiting for the admiral to show up, just in case. Just in case if he has to. Tra- it's just you know the it's a term transfer your flag. 
So yeah. then would would Discovery be a flagship because there's an admiral on the ship now, the Lady Admiral? It could be her flagship, I guess. But she's not okay. technically in command, is she? No. She's on the ship. But she's the most she's the ranking officer on the ship, so she can overrule Pike, can't she? Well, it's like with the Pegasus episode, like Admiral what's his name? Sex machine. Uh, Pressman? Dick face. He's he's on the ship, but Terio Quinn. Picard, yeah, Terio Quinn. Ontario Quinn. <laughs> on the ship and Picard's in command of the ship, but Ontario Quinn's in charge of the mission. Yeah, because he can over. Yeah, but so like, can Lady Admiral overrule Pike, whose name I forget? Well, see, that's the thing. Think about uh, Kirk when there was a Commodore on board and he pulled rank. Yeah, and Kirk's like, "No, you can't. That's my ship." Yeah, anything oh, like yeah. safety of the ship or whatever. Yeah, the captain's ultimately responsible. So interesting. Now, if it was the admiral in command. Okay, so when Kirk took command of the Enterprise in Star Trek Two. He goes down to, to Spock's uh, room and tells him, hey, I, there's something going on. I, you know, Starfleet wants me to take command, blah, blah, blah. And Kirk's like, a regular one, baby. Spock's like, oh, I have no ego to bruise, blah, blah, blah. So then it would become a flagship because he's a flag officer and he's in – well, he's fucked like, up is it? The, very, the first two Star Trek movies, the conceit is that Kirk takes command away from the person who's in charge of the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah he's like, no, son, that's me. Yeah, and I think though that's the whole thing though. Why Spock? That and whole then the person that he replaces dies at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, saving the ship. He's like, "Look, I'm taking over, son." Yeah. So if Kirk story. ever relieves you, like, who did he relieve for original command of the Enterprise? Chris Pike. Chris Pike. Oh, did he? Ends up in a box. Yeah, because it went from Pike. There's change of command ceremony. It goes mm-hmm. to Kirk. So are you saying? I need to start looking into Kirk. That Kirk is a piece of crap. No, I'm just saying uh, he maybe is a jinx because he doesn't do anything. It's always, you know, beyond him when this stuff happens. So, but. so Cameron Fry was really playing with fire when he asked Offered. You know, Kirk to, hey, do you want to take charge of the situation? You know what happened? He died. Here. Like he slipped he and died, hit his head and died right there. Oh, but here, hey, here's the thing, though. He offered Kirk command. Kirk Didn't. denied command. Then he died. So that's the thing. That's the power. So before he had a chance. So you're saying he's got to take command or else. Yeah, or he will die. Somebody has to die, and it's the person who's removed. Somebody has to die. Officer, it's like final destination. It's Highlander. There can. It's Highlander space. There can be only one captain. Yeah. Oh, I was going to mention to you guys. There's that uh, Tom Cruise movie. Highlander. Uh, No, where he's a pilot or something. Top Gun. No, the other one. I was watching Top Gun tonight. Um, the newer one where he's like CIA guy. Born on the 4th of July. No. <laughs> Risky <laughs> business. This has been in the last five years. Willow. Yeah, that's cool. He's not even in. He's not in Willow. He's in Legend. That's right, Legend. <laughs> oh so anyway, he's in it. Cocktail. He gets arrested. He's Far got away. a station or something. And Connor Trenier's there. Ah, good for him. Well, no, but here's the thing. He's playing George Bush. That's and and so I was just like, oh my God, that is so great. So Space George Bush finally gets to play George W. Bush. Wow, that's good casting. He had, I mean, he had the accent, he had the motions down. Yeah, I was a pilot for uh, Texas Air National Guard. Yeah, he does a real good, he does a real, like oh it's very God. natural. Yeah. 
wow, now I want to watch that movie, but is it, it's Vanilla Sky, right? Yes. He had to, Island? CIA was like taking drug. <laughs> no, it's the, he's, is he like a oh, that's, drug company or uh, drug operation or? Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Tom Cruise has a lot of movies. I saw the, the, the Connor Trenier part and then I was just like, <laughs> Space George Bush, and I was done. <laughs> <laughs> Space George Bush. I, that's that's the only scene I saw, and uh, all right, that's awesome. Space George Bush playing George Bush. Edge no, not Oblivion. Rock of Ages no. Mission Impossible no. Even Rock of Ages. Tropic Thunder no. No. No, this yeah, is like was... two years ago. Okay, so would I get a lot of movies if I cosplay? as Robert Downey Jr.'s character from Tropic Thunder, because then I'm not dressing up like a black person. I'm dressing up like an Australian who dressed up like a black person. So you have that, that, that separate, that, that delineation. American Made, that's the movie. Yeah. Is that the one about the house cleaning service? Huh? Yes, that, no, that's made, that's made that's, in Manhattan. That's from The Tick. You're thinking of Made in Manhattan. American Made was the character from The Tick. That's right. The Wonder Woman uh, ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> Connor Trenier. There he is. George H.W. Bush. Why didn't that happen years ago? Wow, that's awesome. I always thought he was good, but like he didn't do shit after this show. Yeah. Well, Star Trek destroys your careers. And plus, he's got a heavy natural accent. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I guess he doesn't, though. Does because he? He, can, he can get rid of it because when he was he on was Stargate. Michael. Yeah, he was Michael on Stargate. Oh, he was on Stargate? Yeah, he was one of the Wraith, wasn't he? No, he was a, uh, oh, was he a Wraith? He was a Wraith. Or... I thought he was, uh, whatchamacallit, Replicator? No, he was a Wraith. He was one know. of the, the... I only the ever saw him on there. I never really watched that season. Or Isn't this show terrible, though? I love Stargate. No, I mean, it's just, it can be tedious See, sometimes okay so here's the thing. <laughs> bob, what, bob what you may not understand that as a uh, air force veteran dennis has actually signed several uh non-disclosure agreements in page 13s gotcha that forbid him from ben. ever talking bad about stargate ben. say no more well, see I, i'm navy so i can talk shit about that thing all the Just, time you're not allowed to go into cheyenne mountain anymore there was right. that incident yes yes all right yeah so, I was yeah. so fucking disappointed. <laughs> it, it's oh, Robert Picardo's in this episode, in this series too. Yeah, well, wow, he was I in don't... Stargate. He started out in Stargate, and then he transferred huh. over to uh, to Atlantis. Oh was my he in SG one, or was he? In... SG, he was in SG one, and then he jumped over to Atlantis. Oh really? Yeah, I liked Atlantis. Same character. That was the, that was the best thing about that shared universe is all the characters that would just keep, like Ronnie Cox's politician character, how he would just keep showing up and, and, and just, oh, it was amazing. Anyway, great, great shared universe. So right. oh, that was the other thing. So, and just to stay completely off topic, but I've missed a few episodes. So this Jeez. is me catching up with it. Catch up away. You we were talking about Star Wars. Yes. Um, somebody had posited the idea that Star Wars, being the cultural phenomena that it was, that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that cultural touchstone for our generation or for the current generation. I could see and that. And that the snap was uh, the same level of oh shit moment as I'm your father. 
I don't know. But I, I do like this, the, the, the you contemplative know, It's hard for me to relate to that because I didn't see Empire until it was out on video. And you knew the secret. So, yeah, by then, you know, yeah. I kind of already knew yeah. the whole... Because I, I did have the, what, what, what? moment so yeah see i didn't see i saw empire as a kid yeah later um yeah i don't know i mean maybe i think the only reason why the snap thing may be more impactful if it could be is because marvel spent eight years building up to that moment Mm -hmm. through 30 some odd films or whatever the case may be and you feel like you're kind of attached to all of these characters i you knew you knew it was going to happen but then like when the people who did disappear yeah. disappeared you're like oh shit they did that yeah yeah which kind of tipped their hand it's like okay yeah it's going to get undone which we all kind of knew but like you instantly knew it's like okay they're not getting rid of black panther they're not getting rid of spider-man yeah so. If anything, they're just going to get rid of the older guys yeah. and let the newer people kind of do their thing. But I don't know if, and again, I'll say this, I don't know if the Marvel Universe is going to work without Tony Stark's. Yeah. You, you need Tony Stark and uh, Captain America. Yeah, like the rest of them, like you can get rid of Thor, you can get rid of Hulk, you can, I don't think your universe works without those two guys. Like you just yeah. need them. The personalities, I mean... And the fact that I cannot imagine better casting for either person. Yeah. And the fact that uh, Chris Evans apparently is Captain America. If you read his, if you follow him on Twitter. I mean, like so horrible. He posts all these cute pictures when he's like being all contemplated. But anyway, um, I don't think you can get rid of him. Like you just can't, like, I don't think it works. Well, there was it the next phase or whatever is going to be centered around Captain Marvel and Spider-Man. And Black Panther. Those that's are the not, key players. That's not going to work for me. It works for me. It's not, and, I, and I know this is going to sound weird, but I mean, Spider-Man at this point is so tethered to Iron Man that like, how are they going to do that? Well, the rumor that I've heard. <gasps> I heard a rumor. I mean, if, if, if we want in-game uh, spoilers. So I know nothing official. I have no connection to the industry. I only know things that I've seen on the internet. And the rumor that I keep seeing pop up, Pepper Potts is pregnant with Tony Stark's baby. And Tony Stark will die in this movie. And then we have the, the baby Stark. Yeah, but then you got to age that kid 40 years. Um, no, no. But then the baby Stark will grow up, and then that will be the, the break point, though, with Peter Parker, that now Peter Parker has to, to man up and move on. And raise Tony Stark's son. No, no, no but he'll, he'll be he there. I mean, the <laughs> no, this That's is weird. Clever I know he's in the Redheads, but Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think um, – I, I just don't know if your universe works without him. I, I think if you do it right, it does. The word because the universe doesn't start without him. Like without that first film, God, that that just was so amazing. I mean, so you can watch Iron Man right now, and you go, "Fuck, that's a great movie!" Like every all saw. Have you all seen uh, Captain Marvel yet? No, I haven't. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so Dennis, the two things that made me cry: the very opening, right, with the 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 Marvel role that they do. Oh yeah. Of each yeah. one. Yeah, that was cried. Cool. 
And then the uh, cameo on the... That's not a spoiler, really. They did well, like a I mean, I, tribute. I, I'm not going to say it, though. Yeah. I like everybody get that impactful shock. And then the thing on the subway with the, you know, yeah. reading the thing. Yeah. That, both of those. And then I saw What's-His-Name crying about that when he was like, you know, the fact that they would use that as the connection to the movie. Who was crying about it? Uh, Kevin. Kevin? Yeah. Oh, Faggy? No, Smith. Smith? Yeah. What? They would use mall rats as the connective tissue. Oh. Because, you know, a cameo from his movie led to a cameo in another movie. Oh, okay. I got you. I, um... Dude, I, in tears. I'm sorry, Bob. They should okay? have, you already, oh, so when they bring in the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Universe, they should have yeah. Brody come in and, like, ask Mr. Fantastic <laughs> about his dick. <laughs> Do you think they ever will bring in the uh, Fantastic Four now yeah. that they own the property? At this point, yeah, because I mean they own it. Why not? Well, when it starts tanking because you have no Stark or Chris uh, Chris Evans, because they both retire at Endgame, and then uh, it's well, like, I mean, wow, this really sucks. Bring in the Fantastic Four. Bring in Reed. Everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure if just I'd love spider-man and fantastic four would be the most amazing freaking crossover movie for me i would love that yeah because uh, i mean the fantastic four were kind of the the catalyst of the entire marvel universe they all showed up in fantastic four issues like there's x-men and fantastic four issues there's fucking spider-man and fantastic four issues i mean that's that was it that was the jumping off point so i said what made marvel better than dc like in the classic ages when it was just really good was that you would have a Spider-Man issue and somewhere in a panel, you'd see the Fantastic yeah. Four fighting in the background. Yeah. But that wouldn't be what this issue's about. Yeah. But yeah, I was then on... you'd go over to the, that issue and you'd see Spider-Man in the distance with his shit. Yeah, yeah it's funny how they did that because uh, on Marvel Unlimited, they do like these character spotlights. Mm-hmm. And so like whenever, like when the Captain Marvel movie was coming out, they did a Captain Marvel spotlight. And so they like had highlighted uh, issues of you know key events that happened in the comic book timeline for that character so i was reading for mysterio because mysterio is going to be in the yeah and the first appearance with the sinister six i was reading that one and the same thing happened like thor flies by and spider-man's like oh i can't ask thor for help he sees yeah, captain yeah. america on the street i can't do that and like captain america appears in avengers yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's really cool yeah. And I think that's, I mean, that's why they really have a, a, a tie into this whole shared universe thing that, I mean, that just goes right into these movies that it, it just works so well Yeah, that you can switch and swap characters. Like when uh, Thor and Loki are talking and was it uh, a dark world or whatever, and uh, Loki turns into Captain America just to, to mess with Thor as they're chatting and then he turns back into Loki. Chris Evans came in for what, five, you know, five minutes of uh, screen time. Gets all suited up and stuff. That'll be $2 million. <laughs> That'll be 2% of the box office receipts, please. Thanks. Does, does this count toward my five movie deal? Am I out one early or no? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how that universe is going to work without those two dudes if they get rid of them, but. I think it will. I don't know. I have high Bucky, hopes. Bucky's going to be new Captain America, right? I was hoping I think Sam they gave, Wilson will they be. They gave him a like a six-picture deal or something like that. Oh, 
See, I was hoping Sam would. I don't think, I don't know, man. Like it just, cause like I said, none of this would work without Iron Man. Cause he's, he started it all. That movie is fucking brilliant. Like that movie, the special effects in Iron Man are better than the special effects in the movies that come out now. Yeah. Like as, as great as Black Panther was, special effects in that movie were dog shit. Really? I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot going on. Like a lot of rendered stuff. Like they were, they were getting close to the uh, the prequel territory for Star Wars. Yeah, like it was bad. Wars, no. Like some of the special effects were really like especially bad. like the underground trains and stuff like yeah. that. Like was that was really, all obviously fake. It was all bad. Like it just looked like shit. Yeah. Um, the set designs were incredible. Set designs were amazing. Yeah. Um, the costume designs were fantastic, but like the, yeah. the CG in that movie was pretty shitty, and like. I don't understand how the, the CG in a movie that came out in 2008 is better than the CG that comes out in 2018, considering it's cheaper to do now. Yeah. Like, you all them computer because Iron Man looks fucking de- like the first Iron Man movie is fucking great. Like, take out the MySpace reference in the beginning of the film, and it holds up wonderfully. Like, it's a great movie. Like, everything about that movie rules ass. And that's all. And I mean, that's all Robert Downey Jr. And if you're Robert Downey Jr., like, why do you want to walk away from, like, just guaranteed paychecks, like, huge checks? Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is now he, being in these Marvel movies is like being in a Star Trek uh, yeah. series. He's the most famous guy in the whole wide world. Well, yeah, but you are now, as an actress, stuck, <coughs> stuck in that role. He's only 54 years old. Stuck being rich. I mean, and shit, man, if anybody understands that, it's Robert Downey Jr. His fucking phone wasn't ringing 20 years ago when he was a junkie. You know what I'm saying? So, Which, again, perfect perfect fucking casting. Yeah, it's awesome. How hard is it to act with a GoPro in your face? I mean, he could do do that shit at home. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm uh, like, uh, Mr. Downey Jr., uh, just turn off the lights. We'll uh, yeah. put the GoPro there. Yep, there you go. Yep. I'm worried right now. Else we'll throw in CGI. Oh, I'm in bed right now. Oh, I'm taking a bath. <laughs> just don't get the GoPro wet or you might get a little shock. Yeah, I mean, come on. But anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I like this episode of Deep Space Nine that we started reviewing. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. It happens. Um, we can cut that out and make it a Patreon. Yeah, that's that's like the whole episode. Though, Usually, so. we only do that to good episodes. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I, I like this episode though. I think this episode. I think we're split here, Dennis. I, I'm going to vote high because of Dennis. I know he's going to take it low. I have to. I have to push the average up. I dig the whole noir aspect of it. Like, I like the mystery. I like her reveal at the end that she's a spy. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. And those. This was all like. It was fucking total recall. Yep. Yeah, you know, honestly, the the actual story I don't have a problem with. I think it's fine. It's just the whole like I really don't care about Odo's love life at all. It always seems forced and it's it's always fleeting. Like it, there's not going to be any permanent impact from any of his relationships that we've seen so far anyways. Mm. So she's like, why are you wasting my time with this bullshit? Yeah, I, I read that she might, she, there was talks of her coming back in a later episode. <laughs> why are you wasting my time with this bullshit? They are. <laughs> but, you know, her husband could have an accident and then she's single again because she's still got all those memories. Of, oh, the old uh, Leah Brahms. Uh, 
maybe her husband goes to sit on a chair and it's not a chair anymore. It's an electric chair and he dies. <laughs> We've had so many problems with Are chairs. Are conductive? They're liquid, right? Well, they're gelatinous. So yeah. I'm going to go get some batteries and put my jello and see what happens. <laughs> well, I guess what, electrophoresis, right? You can run a current through gel. If you put enough current behind it, you can put everything's conductive. So there you go. I'm going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go nuts with this episode, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Yep. I'm going to give it a seven. Whoa. What about you, Dennis? It's a five. It's just, it's just another episode to me. All right. Five's not terrible. I thought you were going to go lower than that. No, I don't hate it. It's just like, I don't know. All right. Next. And doing it back to back with another kind of slow, like Dr. Brigier, I presume, was kind of like not a whole lot of action. Was there any big reveals in that episode? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There was a pretty big one. Yeah, the big reveal is that he's genetically enhanced. Okay. I didn't know if I could talk about that yet. But it was like, it was like a... That one, the B story was a love story that was kind of a little bit annoying. I couldn't remember if that was the one where one thing happened or another thing happened. So I needed to. I mean, him, I mean, you know, whatever about the love story. Yeah. But that, that him being genetically enhanced is huge and especially later on. Yep. And it's just the fact though, that all this time he's been dumbing himself down for the benefit of the, of the team. Like, now you know, he's going to be like extra smart. He can be now. He doesn't have to hide it. It's yeah. who you are. So you know, maybe I just don't like Star Trek love stories. Maybe you just I don't think like the Star only Trek. one that I kind of like is the uh, Picard one, where he's playing the flute in the Jeff Priest tubes with that chick. Yeah, uh, Vash, not Vash. No, the uh, the. Yeah, do you like the? Did you like, did you like the Vash episodes? The Vash episode was pretty good. That wasn't really a love story, though. Like she was just playing with him. I mean, he got it. He got it in, though. Did he? Doesn't matter. Had sex. I don't think they did. They totally got it in. No, he still beat. I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, maybe you just don't love love, Dennis. I don't think you like Star Trek. He talks an awful lot about that other franchise tonight. So. uh... That's because we're starting a role-playing game with that franchise. We are. It's going to be fun. I've been, I've been thinking a lot about it lately. I, mean, I enjoy watching that, you know, the six movies or 12 or whatever there are with it, but I, I never remembered their names outside of, you know, like the big people. Like, I just this year figured out Poe Dameron. <laughs> <laughs> He's new. I just figured him out. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking there might be some uh, interest there between him and uh, the Stormtrooper kid. What, Finn? Finn McGee or whatever his name is? Some love stuff. Yeah. I, I think his name is just Finn's not into it. Gave him a jacket. He's got Finn, his own love triangle to Finn wear. Finn likes the, the Chinese girl that everybody hates no, no. for some reason. Does he like, the, does he like her? She likes yeah, him. She likes him. She likes him. Ray likes he, him. He likes no, them both. No, Ray doesn't like him. Yes, she does. Finn likes Ray. Ray right. likes Ray likes him too. Ray. She might not like like him, but she likes him. Well, they're yeah. friends. They're friends. They're, that's all they are. But the, the I think she's she was getting Ro- a little jealousy vibes going. Rose likes Finn. 
Ben likes Ray. Poe likes Finn. And and maybe Ray likes Poe. I don't know. But I mean, uh, there's some kind of weird tetrahedron of love yeah. happening. Ray likes Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca likes those little pokey yeah, things. The porgs. The porgs, yeah. Look, here's my whole thing. Leia's going to have to die off screen. That movie's going to suck. I kind of hope. It's like she's walking down a hallway towards an elevator and they're <laughs> running, trying to stop her. No, that one's not working. <laughs> like, that movie's. But it's only from behind. That movie to me is garbage because, like, she's either going to die off screen or she's going to, like, they're going to put her dead face on somebody. And then I got to watch that, like, dead face Leia, like, be in a movie for five minutes. And then, no, that shit's whack, son. They should have killed her. They should have got rid of her when they had the chance, man. Let her fly out of that fucking ship. That shit was dumb. And then you have, then you have purple hair. Then you have purple hair, Laura Dern there, and she can do all the Leia shit. And what cooler way for Leia to go out than fucking that would, that would have been blowing a up a bunch of Star Destroyers? That's one of my, I don't know, top three Star Wars moments. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Dead <laughs> silence. Just that. It was, it was incredible. And why not have Leia do that shit? I heard gasps in the audience as yeah. people like fathomed what had just happened and yeah. it was like, that was amazing. Like that was such a badass scene, and it's given to a character that I know nothing about and care nothing for. Yeah, she's just Laura Dern with purple hair. Like if Leia does that, and Leia's like, "No, I got it. Get out of here." Then you're just like, "Oh shit, for real? That's crazy." Yeah, her um, role, Laura Dern's role in the movie was to mainly teach Poe Dameron a lesson. Her role was totally. You wasted. don't know everything. She could have been gonna kill myself. We could have, yeah, we could have used her in the next uh, man, just because now Leia's gonna die off screen or she's gonna be, like I said, a CG dead face. Well, you didn't want to kill Leia because she wasn't dead in real life when this was being filmed, and then you'd like bring Mark her back. Hamill's not dead in real life. Well, she died before the well, movie. He didn't die in this movie. Mark Hamill did. No, he did not. Luke Skywalker dead, man. No, he's not. Yeah, he's a force ghost now. Okay, but I mean, oh yeah, so we never, saw, we never saw Alec Guinness after the first Star Wars. <laughs> right, that uh, my bad. Look, man, I'm just saying they should have. Obi Wan died in that first one, just disappeared. Never he saw him. Die, man. He they should have let Leia fly that plane through. Is all I'm saying because that'd have been dope as shit. No. Anyway, and it fits her character too because she's a fucking badass. She is a badass. And now, it's, now this badass woman is just going to be dead off screen, or she's going to have like a two minute part where it's like CG face, and she's be like, hey, she's not as badass as Showbuck's Morndook, though. Who's that? That's the Trandoshan Scout. <laughs> oh, that's you. Nice. All right. Yes. <laughs> nice. All right. So we rated the episode. We didn't really talk about it much. Yeah, we did. What's there to talk about? It's a good. Get, look. Odo gets it in. Get to the fucking already. His top, top half of his body. Get yeah. to the fucking already. With his weird nipples. Yep, weird nips. Yeah. Why would he need nipples? That's yeah, why, why fashion nipples? <laughs> to, to, to make people feel more comfortable. He-Man didn't have nipples. Yeah. He should look like a Ken doll. Yeah, just, just smooth. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. I don't understand. <laughs>